Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello and welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I'm Janet Kunst, your host, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today because we have a very special topic and we're going to be talking about how to unleash the author in you. And if you've been around Marketing That Won't Break the Bank for any length of time, you know that one of the central concepts that I teach is that you need to get your audience to know, like, and trust you to build relationships. We've talked about how to do this and uh, through blogging, through email marketing, and through your interactions on social media. But one of the ways that we haven't talked about is uh, through writing a book. And for many of you, this may seem a daunting task and one that you might think is out of your reach. But it is truly something that you should consider because there's power behind being an author that can help you build your business in ways that you really can't even imagine. So my guest today is Susie Pruden, and she's going to help us explore this topic and unleash the author in you. And I just want to give you a little bit of background on Susie. Uh, She's an internationally acclaimed and prize-winning speaker and seminar leader author and uh, radio and TV show host and personality and has been inspiring audiences since 1965. She's a New York Times bestselling author. She's a fitness expert, hypnotherapist, and success and accountability coach and has authored 14 books on physical fitness, weight loss, uh, body, mind, technology, and mind power. She's had four videos, dozens of DVDs and CDD, CDs, and she's also the co-creator of Itty Bitty Publishing. And you've probably um, seen her on Oprah, Good Morning America, and The Today Show. And the New York Times says, if Susie is talking about it today, the rest of the country will be talking about it tomorrow. So welcome, Susie. I'm so glad um, that you've joined us. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. So I've just given a little bit of uh, background on you, but I think that a lot of people are saying, Susie Pruden, I've heard that name before. So why don't you give us just a little bit more of your background? (laughs) Well, I have been in the public eye since the 60s. And actually before that, as the daughter of Bonnie Pruden, who was the nation's foremost fitness authority and who started the President's Council on physical fitness and sports. And in the 60s, uh, my, my mother made the mistake of telling me I couldn't date the boy I was dating. So Uh-oh. I married him. <laughs> and that's kind of how I do things. I don't do well with no. Um, then he and I moved to New York. Um, I w- had been in college. He had been in college. We ran away. We got married. And then we had to face the real world which meant we had to make a living, and he went back to school. And because I am the daughter of Bonnie Pruden, I started a fitness school in New York City. This was in 1965, and I was just talking to somebody earlier today, and I said to her, there was only one other fitness school at the time in New York, period. And now, of course, there's three or four on every block. But I was a pioneer in that industry, and I pioneered in toddler fitness. And... In 1971, 
I was at a, this doesn't happen anymore, but I was at a cocktail party in East Hampton, and I was talking to an editor from William Morrow, and I told her about this book idea I had for toddler fitness, and she said they were interested, and do I have an outline? And I said, of course. And she said she'd like to pick it up on her way back to New York City from East Hampton on Monday morning when she returned to the city. I was running a summer camp at the time. So I wrote it over the weekend and uh, gave it to her on Monday when she drove back to New York. And and I think it was Thursday of that week, she called me with an offer. And I said, um, let me think about it. And I immediately called William Morris an agency in New York, this doesn't happen anymore either, and said, I need an agent, I have a book deal, and they assigned an agent to me, the book deal was negotiated, I got more money than, I, than they offered me originally, and then I had to write the book, and the only problem was, I did not know how to write, but I was Uh-oh. married to a writer, so he wrote the book, and took the pictures, they were my exercises, and we did this together, and... Um, it was very, very beneficial to my reputation. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying that now because that's why people write books. And the book did not make a lot of money, but the book positioned me as an expert in my field. And from there, we worked with uh, Simon & Schuster, Doubleday, Harcourt, uh, uh, not Harcourt Brace. Yes, I can't even remember. Um, <laughs> Hay House... Um, Workman Publishing, they were my favorite. And and I wrote all those books. I, the one that became the New York Times bestseller was a Workman book. And it was while I was on tour with the book that we got the phone call. It was very exciting. This is all before the Internet. And my, my last book that I wrote with a big publisher was with Hay House, and that was in 1989. Then I've done a few self-publishing books. And then by accident... I had a huge career. I had a huge career. Yeah. Because of the books, I had my own television show on NBC. I was a fitness reporter for the Today Show. I was a regular guest on uh, Good Morning America. I traveled. I did 20 tours uh, with books. And as a spokesperson for various uh, products, the books made a difference in terms of positioning me and then I'm going to repeat, but we, you don't make a lot of money writing books, but you do get positioned as an expert. So in um, 2014, I was coaching people, um, business coaches, and I was getting tired of it. I've had many careers, and I've been very successful in many of them. Some of them I've been not so successful. I prefer success. But the, in, the interesting thing was I was, I was really getting tired of coaching, and I wanted something different. And my sister and I were working on a book. I asked her to change the cover of that book, and it was called at the time Susie Pruden's Itty Bitty Weight Loss Book because I had been working in the weight loss industry. And she took the na- my name off the cover and put your amazing Itty Bitty Weight Loss Book. And after my ego recovered, I looked <laughs> at it and I said, this is a million-dollar business, and we don't have to write the books. So we opened yeah. up Itty Bitty Publishing. We opened up S&P Productions four days later. We started Itty Bitty Publishing, and we had our first book two weeks later, and it was published six weeks later. We've now done, I don't know how many, 60, 70 books. We have 180 authors in the hopper right now, 
and we have 47 bestsellers. We've done 47 best-selling campaigns, and Itty Bitty Publishing is it's a force to be reckoned with. We call ourselves the new dummies, the difference between Itty Bitty and dummies. Itty Bitty uh, dummies are 350 pages you have to read with the yellow highlighter, and Itty Bitty books are the yellow highlights. They're very quick, easy reads. People don't have time now. They want answers. They need books. They don't have time to read long books. And then they put them down after 40 pages. So we wrote, we have the antidote to that with Itty Bitty. It's a small book, easy to read, experts information on what people need. So, and that's so amazing to me that you, you've had this long career and uh, you went from being the author to actually being the one that advocates for authors and, and starting Itty Bitty Publishing. So, so why don't you tell us a little bit more about um, the types of books that you write, the types of authors that you have, and what the whole purpose of Itty Bitty Publishing and Itty Bitty Books is. The purpose of Itty Bitty Books is to help experts be recognized in their field of expertise, to build on their reputation, to, to become the authority. We have books anywhere from, um, I'm looking at the books, we have, for example, a, a, a gentleman who went through the foster care system as a child. He had 23 different ha- uh, foster parents in five years. Oh, my. Um, I know. He, he was a very troubled child. He had been abandoned by his parents. And he, um, he has a daughter now. And he said, I want to be the best father in the world. And I want to teach foster parents and adoptive parents how to treat their adoptive or foster children. And so he wrote a book explaining from the child's point of view, in our 15-step system, how to do that. And now he is speaking all over the country, and he's just started a nonprofit. And that's what Itty Bitty is about. It's really about making a difference. So what we do is we help authors find their niche. Um, We have an author, this is a wonderful story, we have an author who um, is in sales. And he works mainly in the automotive industry. He wants to teach the automotive industry how to teach, how to sell from a relationship point of view rather than a hard sell point of view. He wrote his book, and his income increased using his book as a marketing tool from 100000 to a quarter of a million in two and a half years. He is now teaching all over the world, and he's just come back from Australia He's off to England. He was in Dubai last year, all because he was able to to parlay his itty-bitty book. And it is a small book. It's only 15 chapters. Each chapter is only two pages. But he was able to parlay it into a marketing tool that has enabled him now to become really known all over the world as the expert in his field. Uh, We have another book by an author. This is another wonderful story. She, I met her at a networking event in Las Vegas. She had known me of me because she'd heard me speak before. And I was asking, looking for authors. This is early on with Itty Bitty. And she gave me her card, so I called her. 
And I said, so tell me about yourself, because I didn't know her. And she said, well, I am a full-blooded gypsy. I said, okay. (laughs) She said, I am a disabled vet. I said, okay. She said, I am a spiritual coach. I said, okay. And she said, and I am a marijuana dispenser. She lived in Washington State. And I said, okay, what do you want to write about? And she said, spiritual coaching. And I said, what's the low-hanging fruit? And she said, I don't know. I said, it's pot. Why don't you write your amazing itty-bitty marijuana book, 15 Ways to Use Cannabis for Healing? She said, how did you do that? I said, that's what I do. And she said, and then I said, and then you're going to write 15 ways to use, to talk to your kids about cannabis. And then you're going to write 15 ways to use edibles correctly. Because oh my gosh. it's going to be legal everywhere and people have to know how to use it correctly. Correct. So, Susie, Susie, I want to stop you right there because we have to take our first break and we'll pick up the story when we get back. So stay tuned. Okay. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Let's face it, marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where when and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411marketingsolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411marketingsolutions.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. 
Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, my guest Susie Pruden and I were talking about how to unleash the author in you with Itty Bitty Books and Itty Bitty Publishing. And Susie was telling us a very fascinating story about one of her authors who's a gypsy and a disabled veteran. And she was, uh, Susie suggested that she write a book about uh, the medicinal purposes of marijuana, right, Susie? Yes. An amazing itty bitty marijuana book, fifteen uh, cannabis book, fifteen marijuana book, fifteen ways to use cannabis for healing. And then I told her to do a book for children and the book on edibles. And then I said, and you ought to probably create a certification program to teach other people how to teach other people how to use cannabis and call it a cannabis coaching program and certify them. And she said, this is so fun, she said, I want to do Mary Jane parties. So she wanted, what she wanted to do is have like Tupperware parties and bring all the cannabis paraphernalia to people's homes and sell um, the paraphernalia and all the, um, the creams and the lotions and the oils, not the get stone stuff, but everything that had to do with CBD, oils huh. and stuff. Um, so she did. And she created the, um, a coaching program. I was at her first program. I, it was fascinating. I learned so much about cannabis that I had no idea about. And now she's teaching uh, regular programs. And she called me one day crying. And I said, what's wrong? She said, these are happy tears. I said, what's going on? She said, I just came from a cannabis festival and sold 61 people into my cannabis coaching program and made $92,000. Oh, my gosh. Right. So that's what Itty Bitty Publishing is about. It's, it, yes, we want people to sell their books. Yes, we want people to make money from selling their books. But more importantly, we want people to use their books as a stepping stone, as a building block for their business. These people are experts in all kinds of fields, from um, meditation to bookkeeping to safety. We have one gentleman who wrote a book on safety. He was the head safety expert on the Apple building outside of um, San Francisco, it was his job to make sure that everybody that walked onto the site that morning walked off whole, not injured, that evening. He worked with something like 62 contractors. It was a huge job. Uh-huh. And um, he did it very well. Um, then we have another author, as I mentioned. We had an, an, an author who um, experienced a severe head injury. And she wrote a book on concussions, and now she's lecturing all over the country to schools on how to prevent concussions and what to do if someone suffers a concussion. Uh, we have a book on travel. We have a book on, on taking the real estate exam. Um, on, we, have, we have three um, retired military people who've written different books, one on business, one on overcoming PTSD, and one on basically coming home. And so these books are very, very important in terms of they're needed 
And unfortunately, in today's market, it's seriously, uh, 95% of Americans do not read. And those that start yeah. books usually don't finish them. But an itty-bitty book is so small that it's easy to finish in 20 minutes. And it's easy to write because you don't have to be long. You can't be long-winded. We won't let you be long-winded. We keep it short and simple. Sometimes people want to put more information in. We say no. And, and they say, why not? And I say, well, people won't read it. Yeah. And then we train people on how to market and how to grow their business from their book with webinars, seminars, um, teleseminars, anything that they can to get their work out into the public. Well, and I, and I think that's really important because one of the things that small businesses uh, owners need is a way to convey their message to a larger audience. And um, with, a, with a book... Um, it it gives them that credibility that they need, and I, I think what you what you've been saying is that any small business, every small business is an expert at what they do, and every small business owner really has a book within them. Absolutely, absolutely, and the um, the the book yes gives them credibility. The book gives them an opportunity to, to stand up and say. And, and because we do an Amazon bestseller campaign for every single book, they can be an Amazon bestseller. And um, we do, and there is a system to it, and we understand the system, and we work the system, and we make it happen. And we really want our authors to succeed in business. And, and every entrepreneur needs a book. Every small business owner needs a book. And they need the opportunity to get their word out there, just as you just said. And, 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 and truly, it, it positions them differently than if they didn't have a book. If they want to be a speaker at, a, at, a, at an event, saying you have a book automatically puts you in front of the line. When you don't have yeah. a book and you say you're not as as and I use this term, unfortunately, you're not as important as someone who has yeah. a book. Yeah, and, 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 and like you said, that's unfortunate. And, and the thing is that in today's um, day and age of social media and blogging and all that, the, the ironic part is that nine times out of ten, they already have all the material put together. They just have to organize it into the right format. Right. And what we do at Itty Bitty, this is funny, we send our authors a how to write an Itty Bitty book book. We then <laughs> yeah. send them an Itty Bitty book and we send them the template so it's almost like paint by numbers so yeah. that they can write the book easily and effortlessly. And then we, we, we coach them. And we have, I can, I can read this right now. It's really, we have a, a, a yearly uh, three-day boot camp where mm-hmm. they can come. Um, it's at Los Angeles, at the, at the airport there. And it's business strategy, publicity programs, marketing programs to teach people how to take the control. Because I was very blessed because I got into the business early as, a, as an author. And I was blessed because my topic was timely. Um, publishers today, 
do not uh, do for their authors what was done for me in terms of tours yeah. and um, the, the amazing advantages that I had in the 70s and 80s. And so what we want to do is help our authors do that and help them market themselves with a product that people want. And I tell people, your book is not a business card. Your book is a business builder. And if you give it away nilly-willy or whatever it is, people will not respect it. So don't give it away unless you know that the person you're giving it to is going to be someone who can position you with your information in front of the right people. Like yeah. Anthony gives, will give his book to the manager of a um, car dealership. That manager will call him in to do a one-day program. That one-day program often leads to a um, five-figure contract. Yeah. Well, and, and I want to go back to something that you said, Susie. Um, there, there are a lot of people out there that are saying that um, having a book is, you use that book as a business card, and I know that you hate that expression. So why don't you talk a little bit more about why you hate it and, and why <laughs> it's not a business card and why it's a business builder and, and all that from your perspective? I'm glad you asked. So I have a running um, feud, not a feud, but, I, but my, my marketing coach is Craig Duswalt, mm-hmm. and he is excellent. And he says, your book is your business card. And whenever I get up on his stage, which I do often, and I will say, I totally disagree with Craig. Your book is not a business card. Your book is a business builder. And I don't like it being used. If someone hands me their book and I have not asked for it, I take that, if this is just me, as a personal, it, it's almost a personal affront to me. And people might wonder why on earth would that be. It's because I don't, I respect books. And if I don't want that particular book, I don't want it in my hand because I respect the book and now I have to do something with it and I don't want the book. I'm not interested in the topic. I'm not interested in the author. Why give me a book? It really, it, it really truly annoys me. And I think other people, I've talked to other people and they feel the same way. Now I have to do something with the book because as I said, I respect books. So I, it usually ends up in the goodwill pile, which is not fair to the author. And yet, I didn't want that book in the first place. So if you know somebody that would benefit from the book, yes. And you ask them, would you like a copy of my book? Now, if someone asks me that, and I don't want the book, I say, no, thank you. And sometimes they get insulted, and I say, I have to tell you why. I'm not going to read it. And you want people to read your book, so don't waste it on me. And I've had somebody say to me, but it's a good book. And I've said, I'm sure it is a good book, but I'm not interested in the topic. I happen to be a little blunt, but I'm very truthful because I don't want them to give me something that I'm not going to read and that's going to end up in the goodwill pile. It's not respectful of the book. 
Right. And so, and Susie, and, and, it's time it's time for our next break. So we'll we'll just pick up this conversation when we get back. So stay tuned. Okay. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg, and Dr. Kim Turnage. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Uh, Before the break, Susie Pruden and I were talking about uh, itty-bitty books and how you probably shouldn't be using your book as a business card. And Susie, um, you were telling us why you hate it when people say, oh, it's your business card. So so why don't you pick up our discussion? What happens to people who use their book as a business card is that they are literally imposing themselves on someone to read their book and you know it's like especially as you and I were talking at the at the break if if (laughs) if you do that and someone says did you read my book did you read my book every time you see them at a networking uh, event for example and you haven't read the book it's embarrassing right so it's more important what I would do is say are you interested in my, my topic and my book? Would you like a copy? And if they say yes, then I say it's $10. <laughs> but if it's some, <laughs> I did that the other day. Someone said, may I have a copy? I said, it's $10. And they said to me, you don't give it away for free. I said, absolutely not. Yeah. And they were surprised, but they paid me the $10. And uh, it, it's... Thinking that writing a book and then giving it away is the answer to marketing, is, it's, 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 it's just not. It's just not. Selling a book, I mean, if, if you have somebody that you, that you know is in a company and you know that by reading your book, that could be an in into that company, into that job position, then you can say, I have a book that explains what I do. Would that interest you? And if they say yes, then you can say, may I send it to you? 
not here's a copy of my book. Right, right. And yeah. Then, so you've got all these copies of books now from networking organizations. That I go to networking organizations all the time. And I basically tell people, don't give it to me all the time. But let's say you don't say that, and all of a sudden you now have 15 books that you're carrying around because 15 people wanted you to have their book as their business card. What are you going to do with those 15 books? Right. So it, I am very much against it. And, you know, if it's, if it's once in a while, fine. But if it's a constant, if you think that's going to make your career, it's not. You yeah. want to have a little mystery about yourself. Now, I happen to be a reader. Most people are not. I read, I'm a novel reader, and I read about two, you know, 400-page books a week. I love reading. Most people don't love reading. So you want to be sure that if you're going to write a book, and I, and I do believe that everyone ought to write a book, that it needs to be shortened to the point, whether it's an itty-bitty book or uh, some other book, it's got to be short and to the point. And we do have a company in our company called Legacy Press where we do stories, cause, but we don't do any story in Itty Bitties. No story, just business content, informational well, content. And, and, I, and I think that's a good point be, uh, that uh, people don't have either don't read or they don't have time to read and itty bitty books is a really great way to do that because as you said they're all business books and as business people we're busy and if we see a 300 or 400 page book we're gonna think twice before reading it but if it's a 50 page book and it's very easy and bullet point laid out and all that sort of stuff we're more likely to read it if it has something to do with our business Exactly. And I've had people tell me that the wonderful thing about Itty Bitty is that they can read it in 20 minutes, get all the information, and then go back to it. Right. Um, you know, when you have a big book that you've underlined the important parts, then you have to remember where the underlines are. Right. And so yeah. your book becomes, it becomes a chore. Yeah. And it's not so much that you're imparting all of your knowledge. This is just like a, a taste. And if they want more information, then they need to come to you as the expert for the rest of exactly. it. Exactly. And so what we do in every itty-bitty book, uh, page one of each chapter are numbered paragraphs and sentences, and page two of each chapter are bullet points. And we have the author put their contact information on the bullet point pages so that they can send them to their website. We have one gentleman who's doing fabulously. He wrote a book on staging your house for sale. And Mm -hmm. so you can't put pictures in an itty-bitty book. It doesn't work. So what he did was he he sends people to his website for each room that he discusses in the book. So if it's the bathroom, he sends the person to his website to look at the bathrooms before and after, before staging and after staging. If it's a bedroom, before staging and after staging. So that he's now creating a relationship, which is what you want, with the reader. So right. the reader now says, well, I want to learn more. Let me contact this person. And on, as an itty-bitty author, everybody has a, is part of our business directory. So they can, people can go and look them up and contact them, and if they want to, going forward, do business with them. Again, it's marketing. 
Right. It's creating so, a relationship. It's saying, I want more, please give me more, not too much. Yeah, so so uh, you just mentioned the directory. Um, talk to us a little bit more about the directory and, and what it is and who's who's listed in it and how do you get listed and that sort of stuff. Every itty-bitty author is listed in our itty-bitty directory. Well, you go to our webpage, itty-bittypublishing.com, and you'll find, the, you'll find all the books, and you'll find all the authors, and you'll find the directory. There, an author has a choice when they become an itty-bitty author. They can be in the directory and not have leads sent to them, because if they have leads sent to them, it costs them $10. It's free to be in the directory, but it does cost to have the leads sent. Now, I don't know where else you can get a lead for $10 if that's very low. And, or they can just be listed. And the person who reads their book and goes and finds them and, and finds where they are and says, I want to do business with you. If they go through the directory, we send them the lead. So they've got somebody, it's, it's a warm lead, somebody who's absolutely already sold on what they're talking about, who they are because they've read their book. They've already de- started to develop a relationship with them because they've read the book. And now they want to talk to them in person and see if they can help them with one another. We just got one yesterday for one of our authors who has a book on how to talk to your teenage child, which is a challenge because yes. teenagers, <laughs> well, teenagers don't even know who they are from minute to minute. So when the parent looks at them and says, who are you? The, the, the teenager probably doesn't even know themselves at the time. Right. Um, and we have a book that, we also have another book. Uh, by another author that dis- discusses that. But so this, we got an, uh, an email yesterday from for somebody who wants to talk with Alyssa, and so I will now call Alyssa with that lead. And so it's very very exciting. That came from somebody buying her book, going to the website, looking up the directory, and contacting her. That's a potential client right there, and that's it's it's. Almost free marketing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so I want to go back a little bit. We've talked about why you shouldn't use your book as your business card, and I, I know that you've you've also said that you don't expect to make a whole lot of money off of a book. Um, we're we're not uh, the best selling authors that make millions and millions of dollars. You're not going to make a whole lot of money off of this book. But how can you use this book to build your business? Well, the first place to start is you've got a book that's got 15 steps in it, 15 things that you're teaching, because every book is 15 reasons, 15 things you need to know, 15 steps, 15 something or other. So that's 15 webinars right there. Every webinar mm-hmm. has, to, has an opportunity to make a sale. You've got 15 teleseminars. You've got... 15, you could do um, a radio show and have um, each topic in your book have a, you know, do 15 podcasts so that you're constantly using the information from your book and just repurposing it and repurposing it and repurposing it. So if you do like Kat did when she created a certification program, she uses her book as her baseline and, and she makes $92,000 in a weekend selling 
uh, using her book as, as the foundation for her certification course. And anybody can do it. I tell all my authors, because you are the expert, you can create a certification course. My authors are funny. They say, well, why can I do that? I said, because you're the expert. Well, do I have to go to school to become the, the to, to create a certification course? So I said, fine. I'll, no. So I started a school on certifying certifiers. Oh, my gosh. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. 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 I just, I be, be, you know, I mean, I've been in business. I've been making stuff up for 50, over 50 years <laughs> in terms of business. Yeah. And so I have a lot of experience in, oh, this is a good idea. Let's see if this, you know, throw it up against the wall and see if it sticks. Right. And most of my ideas stick. Yeah. And then I want to share them with people. And, yeah. I, and I love, this is fun, I love making money. And when I say your book itself won't make money, some books do. The, the gentleman mm-hmm. who um, has the book on um, staging, he's making mm-hmm. money. We give a 50% royalty to all of our authors. That's a very high royalty. But it's not a lot of money because when, when, the, when Amazon and all the digitals take out their percentage, it literally comes to a dollar a book. Right. And most people think that they're going to make a lot of money selling books. Somebody who sells 100 books makes $100. Now, if the author buys a book from us and uses it at the back of the room for sales when they're speaking, then they can charge the $10. They only pay 450 for the book. They'll make 550 per book. So they sell 100 books. They'll make $550. We do have authors that have made back their money, but I tell them ahead of time, this is not a quick moneymaker, but it is a positioner. And as a positioner, that's what you want. You want the position. You want people to know who you are. You want to become a household name. As right. Susie Pruden, I became a household name. There are people today, and I haven't worn a leotard in 30 years, there are people today <laughs> who come up to me and say, are you that Susie Pruden? This is from the mm-hmm. 70s. Yeah. Are you that Susie Pruden? And I say, yes. Now, that's what we want to happen for each author. We want someone to come up and say, so that's you? You wrote that book? You're the expert in that field? I want to talk to you. I want to do business with you. Yeah, exactly. And you know what, Susie? It's time for our last break. So when we come back, we'll just finish up our discussion on on becoming an author and itty-bitty books. So stay tuned. Thank you. Thanks. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411 marketingsolutions.com 
to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411marketingsolutions.com. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So today we've had a wonderful discussion on why you need to be an author and, and write a book and also about itty-bitty books and itty-bitty publishing with Susie Pruden. And Susie, I just want to talk to you. Um, you and I have had these discussions before and you keep talking about your pet rock idea. Why don't you talk to us about your pet rock idea? It was it, it was a... It was a a moment. I was at a networking group and I was talking to a friend of mine and I said, I have a, I have a series of books by single authors. I have books by a compilation books of 15 authors. I have a quote book. Why don't I create a word book? People can buy a word from me. We'll put it in the book with a definition, with their picture, with their bio, $150, and they'll have a word in a book. And we'll do an Amazon bestseller campaign and there'll be 365 words in it. And a word a day, uh, they'll become a bestseller for just writing a word. And I thought it was a pretty funny idea. It was a pretty ridiculous idea. And I called my sister. Everybody at my table thought it was a great idea. So I called my sister on the way home and told her about my idea. She said, that's a stupid idea. And I said, great, that's my pet rock idea. And then I was in my mastermind group with Craig. And I was in a hot seat. And I was talking about my new idea. And Craig said, That's, I'll buy a book, I'll buy a word. I said, you will? He said, yeah, it's a good idea. And so I turned to the group and I said, how many of you want words? 26 out of 35 people bought words. And oh at that time, gosh. we didn't have the photo in the book. We just had the book itself, so it was only 100 bucks. So I sold 26 words, called my sister on the way home and said, I just made $2,600 from that stupid idea I had the other day. And now we've added the photo, and we've sold 230 words. I'm always looking for words, so if there's anybody out there who thinks a book is too daunting, but they want a bestseller, and they only have the idea of one word to start with, I mean, it's a good place to start, and then you grow from there. Um, That's a great place to start, just with a word. It's the funniest thing I've ever done, and the best part about it is people love it. Well, yeah, and, and I think that's a really good point that if you don't feel like you have a, a, an itty-bitty book in you, you at least have a word in you, 
and yes. y- you know you 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 use you, you use words every day and you probably have one word that you use over and over and over again when you're talking to your clients so pick that word and tell us what the, your definition of it right and and if it's not already some it's it's interesting because if people wait and I have a lot of people who said, I, I want to make sure, let me call you next week. Somebody else will get the word in the meantime. And they're upset. And I said, well, you told me you wanted to do this last week, but you <laughs> needed to think about it. You thought about it, and somebody came along and got it first. And so it's the kind of thing where either it's a screaming yes or it's a no. It's not a maybe. Because if it becomes a maybe and you don't do it and then you want to do it, you'll be annoyed with yourself that you didn't do it. You can have a real word or a made-up word. One of the best words that we have, I think, is a made-up word. It's synchrobotnicity. And what it means is it's a butt call that synchronistically times, so to speak, in, in that the person needed to talk to the person they called but didn't call them directly. The phone called them for them. So it's oh. synchrobotnicity, which is oh my gosh! me. Oh, that's funny. That's kind of yeah. that's kind of like a, a word that um, I use a lot when I'm working with networking groups or nonprofits, and, and um, I, I and I say, okay, I'm volunteering you to do this, meaning Perfect. you're I'm I'm volunteering you and telling you that you're going to do this whether you like it or not. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, that should yeah. be a word in the word book. <laughs> Are you trying to sell me on, on, on words here, Susie? I'm always selling. I'm always selling. <laughs> I'm always selling. Um, but I'm talking about it. Yes, yes, you, you very, very much are. And, and, you know, that's the other thing, too, is it, we've, we've talked about um, the itty-bitty book, and we've talked about your pet project, which is the, the, the word. But um, if somebody thinks they have more in them than an itty-bitty book, could you use that book as an outline? That's a, that's a fabulous question. And we actually tell people to do that, to use it as an annotated outline and to write a bigger book from the itty-bitty book. So they're using their itty-bitty book to market themselves and at the same time, they're using their itty-bitty book as an outline that they can send to a, uh, a bigger publisher like a New York house or to get an agent if that's the route they want to go or even to self-publish it as a bigger book. We want people to do that. Um, we don't want them to stop with us. We want them to start with us. Yeah, that's true. And do you help, can you help them with that, or, or do, you, do you make recommendations as to who they should go and talk to and all that? I, I'm not a uh, writing coach, but I do know writing coaches. So okay. I would recommend a writing coach if they needed one. Um, definitely, I would recommend them to a writing coach if they were having trouble with it, because that is not my, that is not my strength then right. um, my strength is really in selling. I love to sell, and I love to teach people how to sell, to have fun with selling, because I do believe that selling is a service, and I do believe that we're always selling. I mean, everybody's selling themselves right. all the time. Um, why not you know, really turn it into money and not be afraid of it? I love the idea of people taking their itty-bitty book and turning it into a seven-figure business. That, to me, is ambrosia. I love doing that. And I love coaching people doing that. And if they want yeah. to get, make a bigger book, that would be, you know, yes, we would support that totally. 
Yeah, and, and that's one of the other things that you do is you, you actually have writing uh, writer's workshops to help them with that, have, right? Yep. We have Write Your Book in a Weekend. And whereas some people have actually written their books, their itty-bitty books, in a weekend, we have people who have used that weekend to get started and then find that they can, you know, once the motor's going, it's sort of like a, if your car on a winter's day, you have to get your your motor going and leave it running for a while before you get in the car because it's freezing and and go. So now you have your your you've got your car running with your itty bitty outline and now you and you and you you've gotten it started with the with the write your book in a weekend and now you now you're good to go. Good. So Susie, if somebody wants to get in touch with you about itty bitty books or, or find out how they can work with you, how, how can they go about doing that? They can do one of two things. They can email me. Um, I'd rather go to the website, itty bitty publishing. And remember, it's itty bitty publishing. It's not itty bitty books. That's a different company. Itty bitty okay. publishing dot mm-hmm. com. Or they can call me at 310 640 Eight 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 five three one zero six four zero eight 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 five, and talk to me. Let's see if you okay. have an itty bitty book. That is so wonderful. And Susie, I just want to thank you so much for um, being my guest today. I really enjoyed this conversation with you. I had fun too, and I love your word. Oh, thank you. We'll have to talk about that. Telling, I love yes. that word. We'll talk about that later. And and thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you've um, come away with some ideas on how you can become an author and how it can be an important part of your strategy. Um, I'd love to follow your marketing journey. So contact uh, connect with me at Twitter at Janet Kunst or on Instagram at Janet.Kunst or on my Facebook page at 411 Marketing Solutions. If you have any questions about what we've covered or questions that we didn't answer, just drop me a line at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com. And next week, we're going to look at time-saving topic of automating your social media. So what we'll do is we'll explore when and where it's appropriate to automate your social media marketing efforts, look at some of the tools that will help you, and also look at some of the interesting trends in automation that are coming down the road. And don't forget to join us in our uh, Facebook group, which is Marketing That Won't Break the bank podcast and have a wonderful week and i'll see you on the flip side thank you for tuning in this week to marketing that won't break the bank be sure to join janet kunst for another edition of the program next wednesday at 3 p.m eastern time and 12 noon pacific time on the voice america business channel now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts 